Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. I interview successful entrepreneurs from around the world to see what moves they've made in their lives to get successful and more importantly, stay successful. I'm here to make sure you can create a better life for you and your family. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. We have my really good friend, Michael Zuber, on today, who's going to talk about what's happening in the world financial markets as far as real estate, investing, all things business. <laughs> uh, first thing, so I only got to see one of yours this week, but congrats on being able to donate all that money. Yeah, that was a good feeling. Um, yeah, we, our channel, One Rental at a Time, you know, the community donated over $15,000 to uh, Central Valley Food Bank. When I started the challenge roughly a year ago, my hope was five grand. So to see that the community uh, far exceeded all my experts, I mean, we, yeah, 15,000 bucks over a hundred thousand meals. That's three meals a day for a thousand people for a month. It is an amazing feeling. That's so awesome. yeah, thank you. That is amazing. All right. So let's, what's the biggest takeaway this week? I've been in work mode. Oh man. There's a lot of stuff that happened today or this week. It's it, it. Here's the deal, right? It all feels good in the moment, but I think it's a train wreck in slow motion. So let me explain. We got today, right? Today's April 1st. We got the March, March employment numbers. Uh, good news. 420,000 folks, uh, more folks employed, jobs created. Uh, the previous months were upwardly revised. Unemployment down to 3.6% from 3.8%. Wages up 5.6% from 5.2. All good stuff. But if you go to my channel, I have a, a new playlist called Whiteboard. One of the last things I did is I painted for you the economic picture of 2022 and 2023. Uh, so far, it is going right to script. Wages, jobs, hot. I believe unemployment's going to eventually bottom out at 3.1 or 3.2%. And then stuff starts to break. We get what's called wage inflation spiral. Uh, we get uh, we now have eight presidents, eight Fed presidents this week coming out talking about 50 basis point move in May. It is going to happen. Money is going to get more expensive. Uh, then we had PCE, right? Personal consumption expenditure. Uh, it is the Fed's favorite gauge of inflation. Came in as hot since 1982 at 5.6%. Uh, you know, the people talk about the Fed getting to neutral. What does that mean? Uh, basically means where the front end of the curve with today control equals inflation. So the front end today is 0 0.37, 0 0.375. Inflation's 5.6. That's a lot of room they got to go. So uh, I think we are set up uh, for stagflation in 2022 and a nasty recession in 2023. So far, it's going right to script, and um, it feels good in the moment, but it won't feel good next year. So what could the Fed do to stop another recession? Because I feel like all they've done for the last, let's call it fucking six years, is like there has been something, one after another, after another, after another, that has stopped really the much needed, like, okay, let's just correct it, flatten it out a little bit. Well, you live in California with me. Uh, and you remember the wildfires in um, our, our timber last summer? Yeah. Pretty bad, right? Yep. And the reason they were bad is because they hadn't been cleared out uh, in, I don't know, a decade or something, whatever it was. And eventually there was a spark and you just couldn't stop it. Unfortunately, I don't think there's anything the Fed can do. 
to stop it. And I don't think they should. I think nah, we, I don't think they should. No, I think it's going to be deep and dark and you know, it's sort of like going to a party and just keep drinking. All the drunks are still there and you just fill up the punch bowl again. You got to call the cops. You got to get the adults in the room and there's going to be a bunch of pain. There's a bunch of companies operating today, Stratton, that are operating because they can borrow money at zero. There's a bunch of SPACs that went public and just stole people's money yeah. uh, because they were bad capital allocators. And, you know, the, the stock market is overvalued. Um, real estate, you know, some uh, apartments, multifamily overvalued. I think there's going to be tons of pain coming. Uh, but again, it's going to feel good this year, 2022. The economy doesn't move that fast. The stock market moves fast. Crypto moves fast. But the U.S. economy, it's a big organism with millions of people and data points coming together. So 2022 is going to go down as an okay year. But the slow moving train wreck uh, is going to show up probably by the, probably a year from now, you know, summer of next year. And um, yeah, it's not going to be fun. And so like, what does that recession look like? Just less people employed. What it means it means unemployment's going to at least double. Now, when I say that, some people will lose their mind. But really, folks, really, we're going to lose our mind because unemployment is seven percent or six percent. For most of my adult life, we were trained as economists. I was trained to think full employment was six percent. Well, that's all we're going back to is six percent. We got spoiled at five, and then four, and then you know whatever three and a half. No, we're going to go back to six. So there'll be more people unemployed. There will be more people that have to sell their house because they lost their job or job transfer. The economy is just going to slow down. We have had year, dude, the last two years, we had $9 trillion rain down on people in lots of different ways. Expenses they didn't have to do, income they didn't have to earn. It's time to pay up, man. Too, inflation is a very simple definition. Too much money chasing too few goods. And we got to burn it out. Otherwise, inflation takes hold. And, you know, you don't trust me. Nobody wants 10% inflation for years in a row. Nobody would like that. Um, so we got to we got to spank it. And the Fed's got to get rates up. They got to I think they got to get rates past neutral, which, again, remember, neutral is Fed funds equals inflation. So uh, think about that. Right. If inflation's 5.6, what does the Fed got to do? Six, six and a half. What does that do to 30 year money? Oh, it's just, it hurts right. the head. It hurts the head to think about. I mean, how could they, they couldn't get to that in, that'd take a couple of years to get that far, right? Without oh, for sure. Loading oh, everything. oh, for sure. I mean, that's why when in my, in my whiteboard, my economic review, I think we end the year at 2.75, maybe three, right? Three is aggressive. So let's say 2.75, but that means we got another point and a half the following year. That's why, that's why 2022 will go down is okay. Because the Fed is getting somewhere, right? Does a Fed funds rate of one percent? Eh. Fed funds at two percent, three percent. Oh, now you got my attention, right? So we just got. They're going to get their steps. It, it'll take eighteen months. Wow. Okay. All right. What other big takeaways were there? Uh, the yield curve inverted. That is a not a good sign, right? So Think define about, that. Yeah. So the yield curve. Simply said, let me just, you know, if I was going to come borrow money from you, Stratton, right? Like borrow money, not give, like you would give me money if I needed it. So let's just say I'm going to come and borrow money. You would have the right to charge me more money if I needed the money for 30 years versus 30 days, right? Yeah. I'm going to borrow money for 30 days. Okay, Zuber, you know, whatever. Give me a couple of bucks. 
But if you're going to ask for my money for 30 years, right? Think about that. Your son in 30 years will have probably a family of his own. So you're probably going to want a higher rate yeah. on 30 year money than 30 day money. Does that make sense? Yep. A yield curve inversion means that in theory, you're charging less for 30 year money than 30 day money. Think about that. That means the economy's broken. Now, in this instance, we're not talking about 30 days and 30 years. We're talking about what's called two and tens. It's two year money is more expensive than 10 year money. Also, okay. five year money is more expensive than 30 year money uh, with the current yield inversion. This is a sign that the economy is not well. The economy, it should not naturally happen. Money that is longer duration should always be more expensive. When it is not, it is a sign that something is broken and it is a sign that a recession might be in our very near future. That is happening. That happened yesterday. It is not a good sign. Something is broken. Man. All right. Well, what else that is bad news? And then let's try and get in some trickled in good news. What's going well, on, Micah? Uh, I think there's a lot of good news. I think, again, I'm an investor, right? I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm an investor. And as an investor, I want Mark, again, I'm a real estate investor, right? I, I would much rather have a real estate market that is slow. Yeah. I hate real estate markets where I have seven seconds to decide. Yeah. I can, but I don't like it. It right. leads to risk. I think we're going to have a flat real estate market for five years. I think we're going to have 30-year money at 7%. All of these things don't bother me at all. If 30-year money for me is at 7% and it's 7% for everybody else, I am happy because I only do great deals. If 30-year money costs me 7%, I'm going to get 12% or greater yield is what I teach and talk about. I always want my yield above the cost of capital. And what does that mean? Well, that means some sellers are going to take haircuts. I'm only going to buy from motivated sellers, right? A lot of people are going to sell or list and not sell because they're not willing to take a haircut. Right. I'm only going to deal with motivated sellers. I'm only going to do great deals. I am, ex I am more excited today than I was two years ago. And I made gobs of insane amounts of money two years ago. I was flipping. I don't want to flip. I'm a buy and hold investor. I believe the environment we are entering today is going to be one of the best buy and hold environments for the years to come because I will only deal with motivated sellers and I will put deal structures, creative financing subject to first and second seller. It's, it is going to be so much fun the next 18 months versus, you know, the last eight, last 18 months, bad operators made a lot of money and that drives me crazy. I hate it when the worst of the worst get lucky. And then they get all cocky on YouTube and Instagram and flex their stupid checks. But dude, I've been doing this 21 years. Your asses are going broke because uh, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, and I'm ecstatic because I've, I've got a track record of buying and selling for 20 some odd years. Only do great deals, get fixed rate debt. I'll be around. I'll be around in five years. And a lot of these kids will be broke. And uh, I'll be okay with that. Well, I mean, it's you own a 200 unit portfolio. I, like I, I was talking to Mike about that. I was like, you can't, you have to take Zuber's advice with a grain of salt because of where he's at in his investing career. And to where for Mike to lose it all means a lot more than Mike gaining double. Cause yeah, exactly. If he doubles. Nothing, nothing changes. Yep. Nothing. Have you gone to a Warriors game yet? No, actually only two home games left. I've sold them both. Yeah. I will not have, I actually didn't renew my membership. I'm tired of San Francisco. Right. I mean, it is. 
It is pretty wild over there. You know, it's, it's again, I'm a huge Warriors fan. A season ticket holding was always a lifetime goal. I've had them for three years in a row now. I'm not renewing because I'm tired of walking by homelessness and people. It's just not a good look. And um, I want nothing to do with San Francisco, which unfortunately means I had to give up my season tickets, which means I ate a $30,000 uh, startup. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seat PSA or whatever they call it. Yeah. So you had to pay 30 grand just to get access to buy just, the seats. just the right to buy the seats. Yep. Really? 30 grand. And then, so if you wanted to get them again, you couldn't, I'd have to, I think I would have to pay up. Yeah. You'd have to pay up again. You know, and they're not going anywhere. Chase centers not going anywhere. So I won't, I will likely go to one game. This is what I told Olivia when I when I didn't renew. Is we're going to go to one game a year, but we're going to sit front row. We're going to sit courtside once a year. Right. Just like go make it a cool game. Yeah. Go do five grand or something, and just just do it up. You know, take a limo there, so I don't have to deal with all the homelessness. Flex with a night nice outfit, dressed to the nines. You know, it'll be it'll be fun. We'll make it an event. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Well, what 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 other good news do you have? I mean, I love that the fact that we can get you on here. You can educate me, all the people who listen to this. Yeah, I think the thing that I like is when you do the work, you get rewarded. I hate it when lucky when people get lucky, right? Because again, in the environment, the microwave and instant environment we're in today, the ones who get lucky flex the most. It just happens. I love it when you do the work, you make an educated investment, you put your chips into the middle of the table and you see what happens. That's pretty amazing. And I think that's the environment we're heading into. I believe investors who do the work are going to be richly rewarded. And if you're a gambler who got lucky the last three years, I'm going to take all your chips. You're going to, you're going to go back and live with mom and dad because I'm going to take all your chips. How, how long do you think the recession will last, right? Because like, how long did 08 last? Two years? Uh, the Great Recession was almost seven quarters. So what is that? 22? I mean, there's 20, four quarters 20 in months? a year. Yeah. yeah. 20 months? Yeah, something like that. The average recession is 17 months. Uh, a, sh- a short recession is six months. I think, I think this one's going to be right around the average, 15, 18 months, five, six quarters. But the thing is, though, I see no reason for housing prices to drop. I see them stagnating, but I don't see them dropping. I never said they would drop. I believe we're going to head into five years of flat housing. Yeah, there will be some cities that get wrecked, but I have to talk nationally. Uh, It's not going to happen. There's there's no price drop coming nationally. In fact, uh, Stratton, I would tell you we're very likely to, to have supply destruction. What do I mean by that? There are a lot of people that got homes with 2% mortgages, 2.7. Think about it. Where are they going to go? The reason 08 happened is because when my loan reset, my payment went from 1000 to 3000 And yeah. oh, by the way, I could rent down the street for 1200 So it made financial sense for me to leave. Oh, by the way, I could live in my 3000-month mortgage payment, not pay for two years, save all that money, and then move. Today... You have a 2% mortgage, your payment's 1200 Rent down the street is $1,800. you are not gonna, you're going to do everything you can to make that payment, including getting roommates, asking yeah. family. So it's not going to happen. You need wave after wave after wave to have price destruction. Yes, some people will get foreclosed. We had record low foreclosures in 2021, something like 25,000 repossessions. That wow. might double or triple. 
but that's still millions below what 06 and 07 were. So no price drop. Sorry, not happening. But we will have flat prices. I think prices are roughly flat for five years. Really? I mean, that's a long time, dude. Five years. Yeah, yeah. Roughly speaking. Mm -hmm. So why yeah. do you think it'd be five years? Because I think we have two years of a recession. I think there's a lot of... Um, we had a lot of movement. Again, what people don't realize is the last two years, this pandemic, it forced a lot of movement and people don't move that much, right? We average five to seven years in place. So there's just, we forced a lot of movement into a very small window. And that just means natural movement's going to be, we're going to have a gap, right? We pull forward a lot of demand. So, I mean, prices might go up 10% in five years. But in my world, that's flat, right? We just had two years in a row of 19% a year after year. Not happening. So, I mean, 19% year over. I mean, you that's a lot of equity you gain for nothing. Compounded, right? Let's yeah. just say you had 100 grand, then it was 120, then it was 144. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's insanity. That's 44% when you compound stuff like that. So it's uh, not natural uh, and not healthy, right? We, we cannot have another 20%. That would be a bubble. If we put 20% on top of 20% on top of 20%, whoo, that, that would make me get a little nervous. So how would that even be a bubble? Like how would it even, I don't see how it would crash. Well, I'm a firm believer. There's only one metric that matters for residential real estate. And that's the affordability index. That's what saved and us. So you just think like nobody can afford this shit. It's going to stop. People yeah. Because it, out. yeah, the people tap out or worse yet, you get these bad mortgages, right? The last two years or last 18 months of the great run-up was all bad loans, all bad loans. And why does that happen? The bank's got to make money somehow. So yeah. they just, they just find the next schmuck to sign a bad loan. And that's where the two and 28 liar loans, teaser loans came from. And it ends badly. Wow. All right. Well, do you have anything else, Mike? No, just keep tuning in. The economy is a wonderful thing to study. I study the consumers. I think the next two years will be better time to be an investor than the last two years. Uh, last two years, they were just throwing money at people. It's It wasn't real. Uh, Risk-adjusted returns are happening right now. And I'm I'm excited. Awesome. Where can people find out more about you, my man? One rental at a time. YouTube channel, books, courses, Instagram, website, all good stuff. And how many... Uh, daily viewers are we getting on the financial news? Uh, a lot, about, about, we're getting about uh, 150 live stream and 3,000 views a day now on that one video. So 150 people consistently live stream to you? Yeah, I because I do it at the same time every day, 7.30 a.m. I mean, that's pretty powerful, dude, to think like you're filling up a... What is that? I mean, you fill... We can barely fit 10 people in our office. So, I mean, you're filling up half of the Bitwise Stadium Yeah, every morning. From 7.30 to about 7.45, 7.48. It's pretty cool. That is so cool. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, Mike. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Winning Move Podcast. I hope it helps you make all the right moves in your life and business. Please make sure to go like and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening to. And make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Strat Daddy. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.